Okay, welcome everyone again. Um, we're in Chilak Aleph, Parak Revi'i, in the middle of Ois Dalad. So we left off at the end of the first paragraph in Ois Dalad, the first part of the Ois. He said, the Ramchal said that when a person uh, is mishtamish with this world, with the physical world, so not only does it not pull him down, but Adarabo, Hashvalasai, Tiahagbaasai, the very lowliness of the physicality that he's working with becomes the source of tremendous hagba, of upliftedness. You, you get a, uh, a level of, co- of preciousness and honor which is nothing like, even by the malachim, through turning darkness into light, and to make the shadow of death shine with a brilliant light. The, the Ramchal does not talk very much in the Zefer here about why it is that, why this is true. Words, what's, why is it so important to our Kaddish Baruch Hu that darkness be turned to light? It, it's, it's, obviously, it's doing something. It's bringing a, a, a certain covered where there isn't covered from before, but why is that so powerful that it's the greatest thing to do? In Tanya and in other Svarim, and it comes from Kabbalah, it's, it, it, there's a concept that HaKadosh Baruch is Rotsa Dir Betachtoinim. And it really flows with the, what Ramchal is saying. He just doesn't talk about it in this Sefer. In, in Das Tunis, it's much more that Hashem, the, the final resting place of the Shekhinah is supposed to be in the Olam HaTachtoin, in this world. And again, it, it, once the Shekhinah comes here, it will tremendously elevate and lift up this physical world. But on some darga, it will still be referred to as physical. It will, it will be different than an island that is Kulay Rukhni. And the, the, the godless of it is that it brings out the fact that the Hashem is everywhere. And the Yechidus of Hashem, that even something which is physical, which would seem to be the opposite of what HaKadosh Baruch Hu is, not only because HaKadosh Baruch Hu is, so to speak, Rukhnius and and this is physical, but because it's limited, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu is limitless, it's the opposite of what Hashem is, and that, that godliness can be manifest within physicality is the greatest revelation of the yichud of Hashem, that there's no, that there's no uh, boundaries to Hashem, to Hashem, and He's everywhere. And that He continues to exist everywhere, in whatever sense that is, uh, it's not whatever sense. And however, we are supposed to understand that. We can't fully, but however we're supposed to take that to mean, so then... <clears throat> that's the case, and it's brought out by Maisim in the physical world more than can it ever be brought out in the Olam HaRuchni. There's a, in, uh, in, in Davening, we bring down, it's a machlaikis, it's really a machlaikis that's brought down in the Gemara between Moshe Rabbeinu and the Malachim, but it's really, we find it as a machlaikis between the Malachim themselves. It says that the Malachim say, I mentioned this once before, Kadesh, 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 and and what are you talking about? What are you saying, Kaddish, Kaddish, Kaddish? If you would see Hashem the way we see Hashem, right? The Chayes and Efanim are much higher than the Malachim who are saying Kaddish, Kaddish, Kaddish. If you would see Hashem the way we see Hashem, we can't even uh, exactly put our finger on the spot of where that the source of that covenant is, the absoluteness of that covenant. So you would realize what a joke it is, the, the COVID Hashem that, that, there, that exists within this world. Right? We look at Bechira as a tremendous Kiddush Hashem when a person chooses right. 
but there's an v- equally valid way of looking at Bechir as a tremendous Chol Hashem. The very fact that it's an open choice, that it, there's two possibilities, it, what does that mean? There's, that's not the reality. The reality is that, that everything is the Ratzon Hashem. There's only one possibility. And that's the Ratzon Hashem. The other thing is, is non-existence. So, and, and to us it feels very real, and it seems like a valid way of looking at things. This is a Nerdechil Hashem to the point that, that Rabbi Rucham says... On a much deeper level, you can't make that statement that it's not Ratzon Hashem. That what? That there's a tzadra. There, that there's a... No. That there's a ra in the world. Or um, no, well, that there's a... That, that the, the rotz and Hashem is that it exists in order to become this vatal. Bottle. So to the extent that it's not completely bottle, it's still not... It's still a Hashem. And Rabbi Yerucham says that a person's... The ikr bechira, a person is not to have bechira. A person should choose... To, to, to be a non-Bayecher, the Hainu, to bring themselves to a level where they're not Margish choice anymore in the matter. Like we tend to be with, uh, again, with, with Treif, right? where we can intellectually look at things that are not kosher and talk about the, how good they might be, but we don't feel it, and, it doesn't, and it's not, we do not actively choose not to eat it. It's just the way it is. A person can bring themselves to that Madrega or is supposed to, in as many areas as they can, that it becomes more and more unthinkable and impossible and not a choice to do those averes. And even within one, within one mitzvah, you could do that. You know, certainly with Hasmada, it's possible. A person could see where they could reach a level where they, they can't really bring themselves to, to go under a certain amount of learning a day. Uh, if the, the first, let's say the first level would be that a person reaches where it's not a choice whether they're going to want to learn or not. Whether they actually do it or not, but a day that goes by without learning bothers them. That would be like the first level. There are many people who are not that way. You know, they, even if they learn, and even if they learn a lot, and even if they learn often, they haven't yet reached a level where it's a, a thing that, that in their psyche has to be. And where if it doesn't happen, they feel a lack. After one achieves that, then there's a the thing where it, that lack is so pressing that one makes sure it doesn't happen. And it, they learn, they will learn every single day, and then sort of how much, and how intense, and how much dveikas. And on each level, it's possible for a person to raise themselves to a point where it becomes no longer a, not only no longer a struggle, but it's no longer a choice. It's a dover that's on automatic, and it has become part of the way they do things. And zok the Rabbi Yerucham, that's the ikr bechir of a person, is to be mavat al Again, and the reason is because as long as there is Bechira, so that Lemaisa, that's not the reality of the situation. The reality of the situation is to try to bring out the, the Hechrich of the Dvar and the Ratz and Hashem. So that's what the Malachim respond. Now, again, so what, the way we said it, it should be that the next chakras, the uh, you don't say Kaddish Kaddish anymore. Right? The, the, the Talmidim, the younger Malachim, who don't get the Matzev 100% said Kaddish, 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 because they don't cop. And the Afanim and Chayzeh Kodesh, the Alter Rebachim, came along and you know, put them in the place and said, no, it's Nishtazeh. And that would be the end of it. But the next day we get up, Kaddish, Kaddish, Kaddish again. What? Because the, the Malachim, the, younger, the, the lower Malachim respond, they say, 100% what you say. On an absolute level, in just pure wattage, uh, how bright the light is, the Kavod Hashem in Bim Kaimai is much greater than what we would see on this, that is possible to be seen on this world, certainly now. But Hagufa, they say, the, the, the Kedusha Ba'ara, 
because of that very darkness, is a much greater giloy of the Kavad Hashem. The fact that the Kavad Hashem can go down there and still enlighten a, a world that, that Malachim, the, the other Abba, the, if I'm, they're saying that that's a crazy world down there. We, they don't want to look there. They, they see no Kavad Hashem there. And they say, you can't see it, because you're too hot. We can see it. And we're telling you that Hagufa, in a place that you think there is no Kavad Hashem, we're telling you there is Kavad Hashem. And that's the greatness. And when Hashem wanted to create the world, so his nimlach b'malachim, he asked the malachim, and they said, what are you doing? From their perspective, they saw it as a tremendous downgrading of Kavad Hashem. Of course they understood that there would be a concept, uh, I assume, presumably they understood there would be a concept of Bechira. And there would be people choosing and doing right things. But, but they didn't understand that it would be on a level that brings out a gilei kavod Hashem to, to that extent. And when, when, when people do it on such a level, when people do it on a level where, where they are willing to give up their lives for HaKadosh Baruch Hu, where they take their personal drives and completely sublimate them to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so then even the malachim come and they're masking. It says by, by the Seder, when a person sits down by the Seder, so Hashem calls down the Pamayi Shamala, and they come and they watch the Seder, and when they see a person who, having gone through a year, takes all the bracha that he has in his life, and all the, the, the freedom, and when he celebrates his freedom, he celebrates it through Avdus Takadash Baruch right? The Yontif of Torah, Shavuos, the Yontif of Law, so to speak, has no laws. And the Yontif of Freedom has laws on every single thing that you do. How you sit, when you sit, where you sit, how you eat the speed that you eat, what you eat. It's mamish, the entire thing, in, to an extent that's much more than the rest of the year, is mugder by halacha. Because we, we say, this is what I choose to do with my freedom. I've been freed from Parai. Now, what, what do I do with myself? I enslave myself to HaKadosh Baruch That's what I was looking for freedom for. Not to be free to do my own thing. So Hashem says to the Malachim, you were worried when I gave them freedom. Right? I gave them Bechira, I gave them freedom of choice. This is what my children do with freedom of choice. They take it and they give it back to me. And they say, we want to be free to do what you said. That's the freedom we want. Freedom from the Yitzhahara, freedom from Parah, freedom from Miniya Soilum Haza, to be free to do the Ratzon Hashem. And the Malachim, when they see that, they have to mask him and say, you know what? Taka. There's a greater kavod, the Hashvalasai Zuak Vaasai, in the physical world is a greater covenant than there would be otherwise. Um, another the, thing... The way you described the Kaddish Kaddish of the Baruch Kavayi Hashem Kaimi, is that Simpson 101? Um, it's it's a, a response to it. I'm not, it's not a discussion of Simpson, but it's just the Malachim's no, response. Because he's saying that the ultimate is Taka Kaddish Baruch Hu and even the, even the Malachim that say Kaddish Kaddish could be masking to that. But... Yeah, there's a tr- there is a tremendous, yes, there's a tremendous symptom of the original uh, R. Again, a lot of it's going to be peeled back, be mice Alam Haba, and there'll be a tremendous outpouring of light. But again, they're, they're, if you're talking about anyone being Margishit, you're talking about Simpson. Because the, the MS uh, pure Or HaKadosh Baruch Hu, forget about HaKadosh Baruch Hu himself, even the Or HaKadosh Baruch Hu should obliterate everything else. And there should be no possibility of any separate uh, uh, psyche analyzing it in any way. And the fact that there is, that someone's saying, wow, this is amazing, look how much Ar Hashem there is, that itself is Timsim. That is Timsim. Um, so, yes, there's Timsim there. Uh, 
again, it, it shows something about Tzimtzum is that even the act of Tzimtzum itself was an act of revelation. Um, it, it brought out an aspect of HaKadosh Baruch Hu that when there's nothing else other than Hashem, let's put this, it, it can't be, it's not understood by anyone. It's not revealed. It's, it's due to its all-pervasiveness. It, you can't call it hidden, but revealed it isn't either. It's the act of revelation is Tzimtzum. Or Tzimtzum is revelation. Creating something that will be margish, or even the possibility of something being margish of what's going on, is a Tzimtzum. But Hagufa, that's, that's revelation. So that's, you know, it, it, it's, it's a, it gives us a sense, although not a, re, a full one, of the, the, the ability of uh, something to be two things at once. Hiding and revealing at the same time. When you're dealing with the absoluteness of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, so any movement into our terms is a lessening. But in, in, once you're looking at it from our side, it's a tremendous increase. Right? Hashem shining His light into here is a massive act of Tzimtzum, an undescribably great act of Tzimtzum, while at the same time being an indescribably great act of revelation, depending on whether you look at it from before Tzimtzum or after Tzimtzum. Uh, another thing that Ramchal does not discuss here is um, he, he, the entire parak is very human-centric. In other words, the maila of mitzvahs and Torah and tfekos is all discussed from the aspect of what it does to a person. That the mitzvah makes him dovek ba'kadosh baruch which is the Ratzon Hashem. And the, the Ramchal is really leaving out the whole mechanism of how mitzvahs affect the Olam HaSal Yenim. Um, he's trying to boil it down to the point. The point of all the effects that it has in the Olamas al is to reflect back down into the neshama of a person. The neshama of a human spreads throughout all of creation. And when, you talk, when Kabbalah speaks, again, I'm talking without knowing what I'm talking about. I don't even know, I can't even give you enough uh, terms of what Kabbalah talks about. But when I, what I've heard is it talks about lights and Olamas and things like that. The Ramchal's words himself, he says, if someone knows Kama Oyrois, a certain mitzvah is nasa, the kamay lomois, what does that do for him if he doesn't know what that means in practical terms? And he says, he always talks about the nimshal, not the mashal. Um, if there are lomois, on whatever, whatever that means in spiritual terms, there are oirais, whatever that means in spiritual terms, and then Shar Beis is going to talk about it more, but um, he's talking about it just so you should know about it, not, not really in how mitzvahs directly affect them. And certainly not in detail, he doesn't go into it. But when a oilom gets affected by an R, etc., what, what happens because of that is that a person's neshama gets affected. Now, it's not the part of the neshama that's in the person. And it, it, it's, there's a tremendous amount of trickle-down effect, and it gets passed through many mechitzos that can affect it in different ways. But it does have an effect eventually on the person. And certainly when, when the neshama becomes fully revealed in La'asid Lovoy, when the entire neshama is active in a person, not just the lowest levels of it. So then all those mitzvahs and all the oilamas building and oilamas lighting that the person did will be nicker in the neshama that's created. So again, here he doesn't talk about Nefesh Chaim, that as that side of it is discussed much more uh, detailed. So... This one line is very comparable to a person. When we say, which we're talking about the, the physical world. Right, so you still want to have to use the 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 ilum agashmi, 
and turn that into art. Right? That, that's from understanding. I was saying a person, a human being, is the same thing, but you, you described it differently in, early, in the earlier parent problem. What do you mean? Where a person has to minimize themselves and minimize themselves in order to let the art shine through it. Right. And here we're saying turning the actual. Right. Well, what he's saying is, is that when a person take when a person it's a different way of describing it. A person has physical drives. If a person ignores the physical drives, the Hainu, he just says, "I don't care what my body says. I don't care what my body says," and he just goes to a, a desert someplace and thinks about a Kaddish Baruch the whole day. So. Um, he, he has not, on one hand, he's denying his physical body a purchase. And he's saying, that you're not the Iker. The Nisham is the Iker. But he's also not making his physical body an Evra Hashem. He's making it a, a nothing. The, the, there's a higher Madriga. It takes work. It's not, it's not the first step. That a person reaches where they turn their body into an Evra Hashem. The physical body becomes an Evra Hashem. The way that's done is through what we're talking about, is that a person takes the actual physical drives they have and makes those drives only be done kafi the way Hashem says. So, the drive for honor, right? he takes that drive and makes it about honoring Hashem. The drive for uh, food, so one way to do it is to make it, is to, is to use it in Hachna Sarkham, like Avram Vinu did. Avram Vinu, Understood what people like. Right? He wasn't someone, right, you know, the, 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 there's 101 mices they say about Rabchaim, about his separateness from this world. Right? So if Rabchaim wanted to be Machabed, it do no circum properly. So it would be Kafi, Lukhaira, Kafi, his Hasagas. There are things that he would, Lukhaira, I don't know if we're allowed to say this or Kafi, the way the stories go, that he wouldn't chab that this is an Indian that's important to people. It's so nothing by him that he, it wouldn't be Ola al to care about such things. I know Rebelski said that, I'm trying to remember if I got this right. He went to Lakewood to hear a Sheba Rivaran, and he ended up, I think I'm mixing, mushing to get two stories, but he somehow, in, in a story, he ended up in Rivaran's house, sleeping for the night. And I'm going to correct I think that's how it goes it could be I'm mixing up a story where he ended up by someone else and a person ended up by Rav Aaron. someone was sleeping with Rav Aaron's house and they heard Rav Aaron standing outside the door talking to the Rebetzin I'm like maybe he's one of those people who needs two pillows and he was aware it wasn't something that was on his radar at all but he was aware that there's such a concept as people who prefer to have two pillows when they sleep that that's that's part and if so then that's what he wants to give him Avram Avinu, because he was able to, because he was so powerfully charged Ruchnius, he was able to be Isaac and Gashmius, but not take any personal Gashmius out of it. Right? When, he, when he saw this, not, I mean, it's brought down here on the bottom, from Chaim Friedlander, when he, when, he saw, when he saw that Sarah was beautiful, right? Kozman wasn't a guy, he never looked at her. When he saw she was beautiful, his entire... Takeaway was, I've got to make sure that no one is, no is nikshal on this, or that it doesn't, it doesn't affect us in a negative way. It wasn't like, oh, look at this, I have a beautiful wife, who knew? Right? It, it Bechlal wasn't negative to him, it was negative to everyone else. And so too, he, he went around, L'chayra, sampling foods, I hear, I hear, I hear, so we're asking people, discussing with people, tell me, what do people like? What's kishmak for people? 
I need the Argadalim, you know, or stories, similar stories like that, right? Where Argadalim will try to find out, you know, what does he like? What do people like him like? It, whether it's in conversation, and to, so that, that is a much greater level of his batlus agashmas. Just putting agashmas on the side, that it, making sure that it can't affect you, but it's, you're not bringing it into the fold, so to speak. You're not serving Hashem, Hashem the Shnei Yitzracha. You only have one Yitzracha. You're trying to kill the Yitzhahara. But to, to make it, to use the Yitzhahara, to understand, and to, to, but, but to enslave it to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to the point that, again, it becomes, that becomes the light. The, and, but what's it the light of? It's not the light of you. It's the light of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Uh, it's a uh, Nagea, to the, the, just that word, it was this expression. So this is Vashanon. Right? Why? So it says, So even when they have schusim, they ask for matnaskin. That sounds not nice. Right? If you need a handout, so you go for a handout. But if you have schusim, why not ask for schusim? Why not? It would be right. If you need something, use your schusim for it. So, uh, there's other kashas too, but l'chayra devart is, because if you use your schusim, what you bring out is you. You show, look, I had the schusim. I piled ice. I'm able to pile ice. If you ask for matnaskinam, so even if they take it out from your schusim, maybe that's where they get it from. They take it from your schusim taka. But it's Hashem deciding. It's Hashem. It's Hashem did it for me. And that's what the tzaddik is looking to do, is bring out HaKadosh Baruch in this world as much as possible. Even at risk of not getting what he wants. But uh, it's not about him. It's about Hashem. <clears throat> um, so... Let's go back. V'zeh ki abari yisbarak shemai sam gvulais v'storim la'adam. He made for a person gvulais boundaries and storim mahalach b'tashmish the yishtamish ba'alam in the way that he should use this world ubri yisov and the things that are in the, created in this world ubekavvana sheichan v'hem and Hashem also made a gave specific ways a person should think about what he's doing with the things in this world. Um, it's, kavona is important always. Even in halacha, l'chayro, we see reflected in halacha that there's a greater emphasis on, on uh, kavona when a person does physical things, or potentially a greater emphasis when a person does physical things than when they do purely spiritual things. Because... We pass commitments to When you're doing something that is purely spiritual, so there's usually no other explanation for doing it except the Ratzon Hashem. Because there's no other reason why a person would die. So the Kavona is somewhat, sort of baked into the Misa. Um, many physical acts, although not all, there is another explanation for doing them were not the Mitzvah. So in Bolshoifer, it's an instrument. It's not one we're commonly used to using. But, I mean, you see kids do it all the time, right? They just play around with it because they like making chauffeur sounds. Um, I don't know if the Goyesha kids do that, but, you know, if you give them a chauffeur, but Jewish kids like making chauffeur sounds. The only way to be mechalak is a physical mitzvah and a... Um, so, no, so I'm saying that's... A non-physical what, mitzvah. Uh, no, you know, it's picking up a little of an esrig. In general, there's not much of a reason to do it. Again, kids play around with a little of an esrig. Goyesh kids... Don't, not, at least not in the same way. You know, as if a kid picks it up and, and makes believe he's shaking it. So, he's making believe that he's doing the mitzvah. That's, that's, uh, there is an aspect of kavanah to it. But, I think tefillin is, is just as only mitzvah, but it's, 
still a physical. Act. No, no, that's what I'm saying. It's not all physical things. Lamaisa, Lamaisa, because of the physical nature of physical things, kavana becomes even more important. Because by the fact that you're doing something physical, it, it, is all, it, it automatically draws you away from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The fact that you're not engaged in a spiritual pursuit, that you're doing things with your body, pulls you away from Hashem. The only way to make it not that way is to make it that it's a mitzvah. If I'm doing it because Hashem says, so, in other words, we know that a person goes to feed the way that they do things. So the, I think his name is Rabbi Turk. He's one of the, uh, is the, is the Menal in the Chavetz Chaim in, in Klapash. He said like this. So let's say there's a, the, the basketball court. The shortest way to get to it is to run through the basement. So a guy comes to Yeshiva, he came late. And it's recess already. So he runs through the basement and goes to the basketball court. So would you say that yeah, but Lamai said he ran to the base marriage. So, all the nifal of people like self, it's going to engender in him a certain uh, respect and a running to the base marriage. No. The answer is, although we spoke a little differently on Thursday last week, but there's a level of the, of the way you view the act that you're doing that takes it so out of the realm of you, that's not an act of running to Mesmerj. It's an act of running to the gym. It's not, you're not, you weren't running to Mesmerj. I, on a video, if we would stop it, as soon as you go into Mesmerj, someone would say, wow, look, you ran to Mesmerj. And if at some point in time you would review it and only see that part, maybe we would be able to talk about. But right now, in your head, that wasn't an act of running to Mesmerj. Physical acts, because they're physical, are acts of disconnecting from a Kaddish Parachu. Almost, the dark my face, when a person is mechaving mitzvah, the way Hashem said to, and he does the act the way Hashem said to, so that transforms it into a, an act that's not just not physical, it's an act that uplifts physicality, and, and not just uplifts physicality, it's the wrong way to say it, it minimizes your connection to physicality. Rather than connecting you to physical, <coughs> it connects you to spiritual. Again, the way it does that is by hogufa. If a person, if a person um, uh, uh, said, doesn't like Haman, so you don't like Haman, but if you write his name on your shoe, so that's look, uh, you know, you should even scream about putting Goyim's names on your clothing. But then you step on it and grind it into the floor, so that's a much greater bittle of Haman than just saying, I, I, I refuse to write his name. I'll write his name and erase it is a greater bittle. When a person is oisik in physical, but does it, not in a physical way, in a spiritual way, so that's a greater bittal of physicality than just not being Isaac in physicality. But it, it requires covenant. It comes out like this, that, that physical things, the physicality itself is what's referred to in, in Svarim, let's say the Chasej Svarim, as a klipa. A klipa serves as two purposes. It protects the fruit, and it, it thus enhances the fruit. It also separates you from the fruit. Uh, a person, you know, someone who bites into an orange without peeling it, so they'll throw away the orange. They get a bitter taste in their mouth. It's not the orange, and it keeps you from reaching the orange, and you can't understand the orange, you can't analyze the orange, you can't taste the orange, as long as the klipa's on. Yet the klipa 
enhances the enhances the fruit. The, it, it conceptually, you could view it as the outside of the of the shell separates, and the innermost layer is sort of what protects. If a person comes to physicality from the outside, they grab the physical part of physicality, and they focus on the physical. So then it separates them from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It separates them from Ruchnius, and it becomes an unruchnius to Gazach that pulls them away. <coughs> but if a person approaches physicality from the mitzvah side, as you come through your neshama and you approach physicality that way, so then Adrab, it becomes an enhancement and it strengthens all your physicality. Not just, it strengthens. We all know, right, the, the, the famous word, Ad If a person has an inspiration... Inspiration is a spiritual concept. It's a ruchnistic concept. The neshama is moved, but you don't put it into some physical container. You don't make a kabbalah, an action. You don't act on it. It dissipates. You lose it. Physicality can become a, something that strengthens ruchnist tremendously. When a person thinks learning in their head is one zaf, if you speak out learning, it's much stronger. When you take it and turn it and... Make it physical, although you would imagine that that lowers it tremendously. No, that protects it. And that makes it, uh, uh, in the world that we live, that brings it to reality. It brings it to hashlomo. That's if you approach it from that side. But if a person approaches it from the other side, if they approach physicality on its terms, instead of on Hashem's terms, instead of on Ruchnistika terms, so then it becomes a very negative thing. It's, uh, it's in... Again, it, by Hasidim, it's a much more a part of the Avoida is making physical into Ruchnis and to focus on the Ruchnis potential within physical things. And um, uh, they do that. Essentially, it's not, they're not doing different actions. It's the same actions. It's the same Shafer. It's the same. It's the same Achilo. It's the same. Again, it's gonna. He's gonna not here. Here he's more talking about mitzvahs, but he's gonna take it for the, the next step. <coughs> Even things that are not specifically mitzvahs. Right, Zechal Godo Bat Torah is saying a bed to go to sleep. To, that there's an ability to turn every physical act or every certainly every category of physicality into spirituality, even when Hashem has not specifically made it a mitzvah, through kavon. That if a person is mechaven to use it, to attach himself to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, then it does so. And it becomes an act of, that physicality becomes an act of spirituality. Which, again, it's a, it's, it's a miracle that it's able to do that. But it does. Again, so by Hasidim, it's a much bigger part of the Avodah. Um, in the Litva Shavelt, it's more, there's a much bigger uh, fear of the 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 of a te- of inviting the Yitzhar into the innermost recesses of your heart, and then waking up one day to realize that he's taken over the whole show, right? And you know you you got your beautiful couch and beautiful car and beautiful house and beautiful chandelier and beautiful table and beautiful wine decanter and beautiful everything in order to bring out the Maila of what an Evan Hashem is and to beautify your mitzvahs and everything. And one day you find that you became a Magushim Dikka Baltaiva who runs after money the whole day. And that certainly can happen. Um, uh, on, the, on the other hand, uh, uh, many Chassidim, let's say, will respond. So you can have a guy who mamish lives on rickety chairs that don't match and uh, you know, eats uh, chicken with hair still coming out of it and, and, you know, and sprinkles coal onto it beforehand. 
And he says, look, see, no Gashmias here. And then, you know, you open up, as if you crack open his head, thoughts of everyone else's car and chair and chandelier and beautiful Eichter and everything come pouring out. So it, he, uh, he went to live in the house of poverty and took into his neshama the whole Yitzhahara for Gashmias also. So that that's, would be their response. In, in, the, there's something like that in, in Ar Yisrael, we saw also on the rights that when he was young, he had a tremendous Kaifa Popol. And L'chayra, under the influence of the Gra, he tried to squash it. And to only learn Pshat. And not to let his Kayach HaPelpo fly. And he said, what he, after doing it for a while, he analyzed himself. And he realized that he's, he, he's trying to say Pilpul and call it Pshat. He's saying these Pilpulistic Pshat. But he's saying, no, no, this is Pshat. This is Pshat. Because he has it. Uh, so he says he felt it was... Uh, more realistic to let himself do pilpul, so to speak, get it out of the system, um, uh, and then when it comes time to go to, go to halacha, to okay, but now we, let's okay, that's all the zakin ken menzogin ken menzogin ken menzogin, but 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 aber, and then to come down to the emes, and he felt that he was able to achieve emes more by by not trying to destroy the part of himself. That likes to be Isaac and Pilpul. So, uh, in a similar way, uh, you know, again, the response to that would be, yeah, but when you see the Geshmak of Pilpul, of saying these fantastic binyanim of Torah, and, and not needing to have it rigorously line up Kefiha Emes, so then the, the, that could fachap you. And obviously the Gro felt that it, and not just the Gro, the Maral and others, Marshall and, and all those who, who uh, scream against Pilpul felt that it had distorted Tyre and many people. So there's, there's this fight, that there's a, a battle that goes on between people that we have to recognize that on one hand, um, physicality is a sakana, and engagement in physicality is a sakana. On the other hand, it, it is the road to the greatest level of... of this alus is through using physicality for ruchnis. It makes it's what's necessary to fully actualize ruchnis is to have it manifest within the physical world, right? Torah that's any even Torah, which is <coughs> the spitz. If it's any mevili de maisa, <coughs> not specifically in the halacha that you're learning, but if it doesn't find itself actualizing within a person's actions, then it's not at its ultimate level. So that's, uh, that's how there's this tension. And of different groups within Klaiso will, will um, find different ways of dealing with the tension and where the emphasis should be put. And you're going to have to pick one of the sides that you're going to focus on and try to copper on the other side, unless you're extremely great and you can do both. But most people are going to have to pick one and, and try to get the other. And then, uh, usually that's the way these things work, is that those people who, who are of the type that their hashloma sanefesh will come through the focus on, on this, will end up gravitating towards chasidus. While those who, who their shosh and neshama comes from yira, and, and uh, this will all gravitate towards the more musadik approach of uh, holding back from these things. And again, try the chaperayin, but uh, but like that. Um, is there anything else we can get? You're not going to say that Chaim Lajana was Chassidus. Um, I, what I 
What I said. <laughs> if, if you want to, if you're being magda like that. When I've, when I've taught this before, especially when we get to the next part, where again, where it talks about Marish making every zach. So one of the Talmidim once said, he says, Rabbi, that sounds like Hasidus. So I said, it does, because it is. And Hasidus is based on this approach. Um, I said, I'm not telling you to go become a Hasidus, because he says, this is, this, is the, this is the intellectual justification for where such an approach would come from. Obviously, there's a response to it that's, that takes a different tack. But you should know, you, you understand, even for a non-Chassid, they understand their approach better in light of what it's not being, of, 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 of recognize the other thing is valid, but mine is more valid for me. You, you get it better. Um, uh, and uh, the Ramchal himself says such a thing. He says that the reason why there had to be a world first and then there's going to be an Olam Haba, is because Yichud, the concept of one, is better understood through contrast than through just there being one. In other words, if there was only one Hashem, people would say, yes, there is only one, but maybe there could have been more than one. When you see the full um, uh, Ra having, it was seemingly unchecked. That's why you say Hashem Alkeinu Hashem You say all three Shabbats. Because to eventually come to this point, right? you need to have a, you need to have a contrast. That's what the Ramchal says. I, I again, on, on one hand, let's say I know, again in that article from Ruben Leichter, so he speaks about not learning Nevesh uh, in context of a uh, argument with Hasidus. Learn it as a sefer itself. Forget about the fact that he was trying to respond in a certain way to Hasidus. It, it's it's true. He was, but he also didn't write the Sefer just to be a response to Hasidus. The way he responded to Hasidus is by trying to put down what his philosophy was, and you'll understand on your own how that differs from Hasidus. So you could learn on its own terms. But sometimes, through contrast, there's a certain clarity, a sharpness that you get on what's actually being said. And if, without, you know, in the beginning of the Sosisharim, the Ramchal talks about... Um, he says, you can't think that the Iker Tafkin of a person is this world. Uh, it's, not, like, it's clear he's coming to be afuke certain ideas, but it's not clear what those ideas are. So in the, in the, the new Mishal uh, Shams, the Seder Bikuach, he goes through the other shitas. And you go, like, oh, okay, now I understand exactly, exactly what he was saying. I, I, he was coming to afuke mamish this specific idea, and he said it in that way. You know, so you could understand, you're not lost if you don't know what he was coming to have, okay? You get what he's trying to say. But you get a greater clarity sometimes if you understand the other side. And especially if you understand the other side is valid, so then, um, then you get really greater clarity in why is, so then why am I doing it the way I'm doing it and not the way they're doing it. And, and, and a lot of times it can enrich what we do also because you realize it doesn't have to be a complete rejection of the other side. You know, Rebelsky used to say over a Misa, that there was a, I've said this before, but that there was a, there was a town where Hasidim and Litvaks were forced to come together for the first time, you know, during the war or something, or afterwards. Hashul was brought that. So at, when they were uh, separating later and going back their own ways, so the, the Rosh Shiva came over to the Rebbe, and, or, and he said, the roof, whoever it was, and he said to him, you know, I, I never knew the Hasidim learned like I see your Bachram learning. And the Rebbe turns to him and he says, you know, I never knew that Litvaks Davin. So it's like, it's the whole, you know, this kumbaya story, how beautiful that everyone comes together. Abelsky said the story bothered him so much. He said, what excuse is there 
He says, I understand, you know, in 1700, when it was a big burning machlaikis, 1750, that, you know, the Hasidim thought that the Litvaks are godless, and the Litvaks thought that the Hasidim are abayde vadizara, and uh, fine, everyone doesn't talk to each other. He says, in, in 1970, that a Hasid doesn't know that Litvaks daven, and Litvak doesn't know that Hasidim learn, there's no excuse for that. You have to understand that there's, there's Baruch Hashem, beautifully rich, uh, mindless within every community in Klai Yisrael, and part of the Ravidim was say, part of the reason why Hashem is bringing us all together in America is so that we can learn from each other. And right, the, 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 his example was always that the, 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 the Svaradim could see how beautiful it is to wear a black hat, and they could put them on, and the, the Ashkenazim could see the Kvoid Chachamim that the Svaradim have, and learn from that, go kiss his hand when he gives you a bracha, go get a bracha like that, right, with Achna on that level, not just because not just you need something, but just groveling in front of their Chachamim the way they do. And etc. We should learn from each other. It doesn't mean that a person has to give up on what they do. Right? Today, uh, in, in Aguda, they had a shir, and Rabbi Levi, uh, he, he gives a shir, like Allah Hashir after davening. So he said that, that you know, he had spoken before that you're not supposed to throw bread. So he brings down that some soifer used to bedafka throw the bread. After he made amaks, he would throw the bread. So the soifer in Shuva writes that he thinks the reason is because it's, it's diamond of carbon. And when you cut the bread, it's, you're making it to Emurim. And in Emurim, they had to be Zrika, Bedafka, onto Mizbech. So you should Bedafka throw the bread. So I was thinking, that's a beautiful explanation. Maybe I should do it. No, you should not do it. My minute is not to throw the bread. My minute is to pass the bread on Bedafka and not throw it. It's good to know, that, to know what the other side is. And when you see someone doing a says like in Russia, who doesn't know anything, to Fashte that there's an Indian. And then, to know that, okay, not every Indian that we do, Maybe, maybe there's a different way that you could chaperine that Indian, but within your Menhagen. person has to realize that Menhagen are Kaddish, Kaddish, Kaddish. And yet, to recognize that other people's Menhagen are Kaddish, Kaddish, Kaddish too, and that there's a lot of Maila in there, and if you can't do it Papoyal, to have it Beseichel, and to try to chaperine that way. Okay. I was looking, uh, I was looking scared.